0: Welcome to Mecca Talks, your access all areas pass to the beauty, business and lifestyle experts we call our community. I'm Kate Blythe, Chief Marketing Officer here at Mecca and your host. In today's episode, I'm talking to Christine Chang, co-founder and co-CEO of Glow Recipe. everyone. So Glow Recipe, as we know, is a cult favourite with so many people. And actually, when I met with Christine, um, before we did our podcast, I took, a, I said to her, like a slightly scary person, do you mind if I just take a picture of you? And she was like, yeah, sure, why? And I was like, I've just got to send it to my daughter. So I took a picture of her and I sent it to my daughter and said guess who I'm having lunch with? I'm having lunch with Christine Chang, who is the co-CEO and co-founder of Glow Recipe. My daughter's response was, OMG, she's amazing. Tell her I love her. Tell her I love Glow Recipe. And that kind of impact is pretty phenomenal to see. And Christine herself was kind of overwhelmed. I was like, you're like a celebrity. As you all know, Glow Recipe, the fruit-forward skincare brand, has taken the world and TikTok by storm. But before starting Glow Recipe, Christine was assistant vice president of global marketing for Kiehl's at L'Oreal US, and this is where she met her future co-CEO and her best friend Sarah D. And over a glass of wine and a sheet mask, with their Korean heritage and successful careers in beauty alike, the two developed Glow Recipe, a skincare brand that creates gentle yet effective formulas to deliver clinically proven results in a fun, fruity, sensorially delightful way. Their now iconic watermelon Glow Dewdrops pioneered the virality of beauty products on TikTok, forever changing the way we share, trial, shop, and love beauty. Let's get into the interview. Welcome to Mecca Talks, Christine, and welcome to Melbourne. It's so amazing to have you here but also i feel like i've been walking around with a celebrity we just <laughs> <laughs> i just um had lunch with you and we were talking about the fact that you your brand is iconic and it Aww. is trending like mad and i took a picture of you and actually sent it to my daughter and said look who i'm having lunch with this is the founder <laughs> of glow recipe and she her response was just prices like OMG, oh omg um so oh, i'm, I'm so compliment. thrilled that you managed to squeeze a little bit of time in to come and talk to us today um and to before you go and we've got an activation happening where i think you might get mobbed that's the sort of <laughs> <laughs> general feeling but thank you and how is it how is it being here
1: It's been so amazing. First of all, you guys have been amazing at Mecca and just being able to come back to Australia has always been meaningful to me. I don't know if everyone knows, but I went to high school on the Gold Coast, all girls boarding school, many years ago. And so coming back to Australia feels a little bit like a homecoming. Actually going to hang out with my high school friends later tonight. I love that. So I'm excited.
0: Are they going to go to the Activation? Actually, I never thought about that, but I should invite them. Yeah, right. they should have a little pop down tomorrow. So now I think what is what is amazing about that story is that you were telling us earlier that you, you had, what, three years living on the Gold Coast mm-hmm. um, before your parents said, no, come on, you need to come back and do college in the US. But where would you have ended up, do you think, had you stayed and done your university here? I mean, I would be working at Mecca, right? <laughs> <laughs> you would be doing product development for I us would, instead, would. which would have been incredible. But we're actually delighted that you created this incredible brand. And it it has been going from strength to strength. Right, thank you. So tell us a bit about the journey of Glow Recipe and where it started and where you got the idea for it in the first place.
1: Of course. So Sarah and I have been friends for a very long time. I actually met her on my first day as an intern at L'Oreal in Korea. And over the years, we worked at the same company, never quite the same brand, but we were always close. We'd often meet for a glass of wine or some sheet masking after work. And <laughs> Hold then, on, a
0: glass of wine and sheet masking? Together. Oh, good. Yes. Good, good. You
1: just need to drink it the wine through a straw, okay, but it all perfect. works out. <laughs> and over the years, our trajectories somehow were pretty similar in that we moved to New York at the same time and continued to work for L'Oreal. I did a quick, you know, detour at Columbia doing a master's in Korean translation.
0: Amazing.
1: Um, But I eventually came back to the beauty industry. And throughout that time, we were seeing a real change in the skincare industry. Mm -hmm. So meaning that people were increasingly interested in it. There was a lot of chatter around it. And it was also becoming a little bit more prominent on social. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, previously, skincare was considered this chore yeah. that you had to get through to get to makeup, which was the fun, transformational part of beauty that was heavily yeah, featured on YouTube. So right. And skincare actually can be fun, yes. especially the way and we grew up with it. Right? Yes, exactly. With amazing ingredients, with transformational textures, and we grew up with the philosophy taught to us by our mothers and grandmothers that your skincare routine should be one of the best parts of your day where yeah. you really just take that moment for self-care. And we wanted to really step into that conversation and help disseminate that philosophy. Yeah, We were also seeing a lot of Korean beauty trends coming over to the global markets at mm-hmm. the time, but in a little bit of a sensationalized way, if yeah, you will, sure. meaning like the 18-step you know, K-beauty routine or a certain ingredient. And it's really so much more than that. It's a skincare mm-hmm. philosophy at heart. And also, it is not an 18-step routine. People are not counting the number of steps in their routine. (laughs) It would take way too long, right? Exactly. It shouldn't be complicated. It should be, once again, that best part of your day. So that sparked that aha moment where we realized, okay, we're the only two people here Mm. at the L'Oreal U.S. offices at the time that have concrete experience in both Korea and the U.S. in beauty. Let's go in, create this site as a curation site to launch some amazing indie brands from Korea. Yeah. Pair it with some great education, help demystify and break down and simplify skincare. And it all started from there.
0: And so then hold on, that's that's an amazing story. Not only like best friends, yes. work colleagues, but also fellow entrepreneurs. So you, you did this <laughs> kind of first initial, you know, business idea of curating all yes. of these brands, but also the storytelling and education. At which point did you think, well, do you know what, maybe we could do this better than anyone else. And I'm sitting here with you today and you're in this amazing neon pink shirt, (laughs) which really epitomizes your brand so much because not only did you create really efficacious, beautiful products that people want to buy over and over again, but they pop, they pop, they sing to everybody, they stand out. And Capturing that kind of moment and that zeitgeist, I think, is such a skill. So how did you oh, go from, from that sort of first initial stage of we're going to do things differently, we're going to educate, we're going to storytell, we'll curate, into creating probably one of the fastest growing, most viral <laughs> brands out there? So by the
1: time we had been in, I guess, a few years into the business, we realized that there were niches, there were technologies, there were ingredients that were not being fully met in terms of especially our community's needs. And as long-term marketers and product developers ourselves, coming from that experience Mm. at L'Oreal, there were so many things we wanted to try. We were also especially passionate about natural ingredients that we had grown up with. So, for example, watermelon was a fruit, and Sarah and I both had this experience, where our grandmothers used to rub the rind on our skin in the Ah. hot summer months to help soothe heat rash. And it was this naturally cooling ingredient like nature's ice cube. And we wanted to leverage this, but also pair it with a really hard hitting clinically effective active, mm-hmm. which we did eventually for our first ever product, which was a watermelon glow sleeping mask, which both hydrates and exfoliates the skin all at once because it harnesses hydrating ingredients, hyaluronic acid, watermelon extract. And of course, AHAs, mm-hmm. but in a very gentle way. So this duality of the product really helped to drive skin results, but also it's housed in this glass jar that looks like a little bit like a melted ice cube, yeah. an homage <laughs> to that watermelon <laughs> ingredient. And the texture is goopy and pink, and it was fun to use on social. And so it really did spark a conversation. Yeah. But our initial ethos around disseminating that philosophy that skincare is fun has never changed whatever you know evolution of our business over the years because whether it was our curation platform or now glow recipe skincare which is a fruit forward line you see on the shelves today and that line is now six years old Mm -hmm. that has never wavered it's always been about meshing together clinically effective products with sensoriality, immersiveness, and sparking joy. And yeah. we, le- you know, we jokingly refer to it as legally blonde. <laughs> That's in so the, great. I love that. You can, if you, you could know, wear yeah. sparkles and have feathers in your outfits, but also go to Harvard in the same way. Yeah. Your products can be beautiful and spark joy in the packaging and textures, but also have really hard-hitting clinically effective results.
0: Oh, and it's such a great analogy. Thinking of you know um, Reese with the spoon in that that <laughs> character as the bottle of your amazing skincare. Yes. When did you realize that not only was this a cool idea, it was different, it was going to cut through a lot of very serious skin brands or brands that you know were all packaging without the efficacious nature. When did you realize that you'd hit the jackpot of actually being a brand that customers were going to go wild over?
1: So I think in the early stages, you never quite know how the brand is going to be received. But one thing that really helped fuel us at the beginning and kept us going was the reception to our first product, the mm-hmm. Watermelon Sleeping Mask. It had an 8,000-person wait list at the time of launch, just by sheer buzz and virality <laughs> at the time. And I think people were excited to talk about skincare and share it on yeah. social and show the texture and show the jar. Um, It became a staple of many flat lays and it was just all so humbling because once again, we never knew how people would receive this product. And to be able to see that conversation happening so actively online was very meaningful. I think another part of it was having built that community over years on social media, um, especially because we took such an education-driven approach from our early Mm. days, was actually very helpful. So we had an audience of very dedicated community members who were excited about this launch, yep. who wanted to try it, and they and share it, right? Exactly, if it's they gonna shared work, it if
0: it has the the effects that you want. That, you know, yes. they want to get out of it, and and that sort of moment when you realise you've got eight thousand people waiting to buy this product, that you're like, oh, okay, so we've sold out. We need to like go into huge manufacturing kind of numbers here. When did you when did you kind of realise the magnitude of what you could create? Because I think as entrepreneurs, you know, you could you could have just stuck to a small a small lineup of products and, you know, maybe stuck in that area. And but what you've done is actually really built up an amazing collection. And we were talking earlier about where where you could go next. Could it be more body care? Could it be more hair care? And and I think the, the world is your oyster. So actually, it could go in multiple ways. But how did you kind of contain that thought into getting the right products for skin um, and creating what is a really collectible assortment of highly, you know, active but very, very potent, uh, incredible skincare products? How did you kind of get to that stage?
1: So I think with each and every development, the inspiration differs. But at its core, we're really asking ourselves, does it add something different to our customers' very crowded vanities, Mm -hmm. right? Beauty is so saturated. There's so many products and brands out there. So it has to add a point of difference. Yeah, the white space. Exactly, and add value that way. And uh, one of the ways that we really test ourselves is we love products that are multi-use and hybrids because I think it adds a sense of accessibility Mm -hmm. and makes it just easy for everyone to use and universal. An example of that being dewdrops. The initial inspiration came from us traveling back to Korea and realizing, hey, makeup artists are using Vaseline and all these kinds Mm. of occlusives to create glowy skin look, which is beautiful, but then how do you achieve this with only skin-beneficial ingredients and without the mica or glitter or pearl? Yeah. So we tasked ourselves to do that with skincare ingredients only, and it took such a long time, the development. (laughs) But eventually we landed on a formula that not only works as a serum, to even tone, but also works instantly as your primer, as your face um, luminosity serum, as a highlighting kind of product that can do triple, quadruple duty as makeup's BFF. And being able to, once again, deliver a product that feels a little bit different, but really fun to use. And I think our community also feels really empowered to use it in so many different ways and then showcase that on social and share. That's been really, really gratifying to see. And that well, philosophy will continue to propel us hopefully. That's
0: your glow recipe quite literally. <laughs> yes. Um and the name glow recipe is a great one. And was that was your kind of desire for creating these as you say hybrid formulas that give you this unbelievable glow? Was that the initial thought or did that come after the product?
1: So the name was from the beginning really a uh, encapsulation of what we consider to be this beautiful, healthy skin ideal, Mm -hmm. glowing skin. And in a lot of dermatology office in Korea, actually, there are menus that have different glows. Mm -hmm. For example, like water glow or honey glow and glow is nuanced in that sense. And so to be able to create different recipes to help you achieve that was really the genesis behind the name.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a beautifully encapsulating name that kind of does everything you want it to on the tin quite clearly. Now, you've got this amazing array of products. If, if somebody doesn't know Glow Recipe, tell us a little bit step by step where they should start, yes. which are your favorites, and what would your routine look like? So I think,
1: you know, a routine that works for you is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. We do not adhere to a set number of steps. Once again, it's really about products that you feel comfortable using. And so the building blocks would probably be a great cleanser Mm -hmm. and then a treatment and a moisturizer. Um, And then as your skin needs differ day by day, one of our philosophies is actually to take things day by day, think about your skin needs and how your skin feels, and then feed it the ingredients it needs that particular day. And we call it our skincare wardrobe. So just like your clothing wardrobe, you're not pulling out all your sweaters at once and wearing them all at once. So you might have this array of products, but you are empowered to pick and choose what you need. So cleanser, I would highly recommend the Blueberry Bounce Gentle Cleanser. It's a beautiful like jelly texture that then goes into a foam. It has a little bit of AHAs in it Mm -hmm. for smoothing. I would follow up with usually a toner. Mm -hmm. So a toner is constantly... our a toner is typically thought of as a product that's a second cleansing step. Yeah. In actuality, you should be fully cleansed after your cleanser. Yeah. So if you're using your foam cleanser for the recommended 60 seconds, everything should have melted off and been removed. And then your toner is actually your first leave-on step. Mm-hmm. And I never toner, realized that. Yes, yes. (laughs) And liquids are an efficient delivery system. So it's a great way to get the nutrients your skin needs. And we created this very balanced formula of hydrating ingredients like Uh cactus extract, which gives it a gummy texture. But at the same time, it also has PHA, which is a slightly larger molecule Mm -hmm. that sinks into skin a little bit more slowly and is very gentle. Yeah. So the toner helps kind of set the tone, no pun intended for your whole routine. Yeah. And then you pick your treatments. It depends on how your skin feels. I'm and treatments, traveling. we're talking serums. serums exactly. Yeah.
0: Because you've got some of the most incredible
1: serums. Tell us a bit about Thank those. You. So for serums, it's really about your primary driving concern. I'm traveling right now, mm-hmm. so I will probably use a plum plump hyaluronic serum to help flood the skin with hydration. Uh-huh. It has multi-molecular hyaluronic acid in it. And then I would probably pick maybe something like dewdrops to give me a nice glow mm-hmm. on the go. But you can also choose to use one serum. You can choose to go straight to your moisturizer um, if you just need a little bit of hydration. And so it really just depends once again on how your skin is feeling.
0: And what about um, evening kind of before bed versus morning? Would you say you have a different skincare wardrobe for those moments or should you kind of stick to it? Because I think that's a really interesting one is when you've got a whole different sort of selection of skincare products to use at one end of the day. (laughs) this is getting a bit, of, you know, how, how, when you travel, how do you take so much product with you? Exactly. So I love
1: my minis, which yeah, are minis my, the fruit so babies kit, yeah. which is a great sampler to carry around. And so good for traveling. And so good for yeah. traveling. And one of the products that I actually love to take from that is the Plum Plum Hyaluronic Cream, mm. because that's the cream that works for AM and PM. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just very, very emollient and hydrating, but still lightweight enough for combo skins to use. And then when I'm traveling, I will carry around a serum or two, but in the mini size and just use it as I, I need.
0: And those minis, the babies, yes, um, have gone completely sort of virally wild and oh. they've got a cult following. And I think, you know, in terms of the, it's funny, isn't it? When you've got a, a larger product and you go into a mini form, how actually that gets people more excited. Yes, um, But it's you know, So there's so much fun that goes into your brand and obviously so much formulation. And who, if we take a step back into who you worked with on formulating your, your products, because yes, you've had this incredible experience working with some of the world's best at L'Oreal and working yes. on incredible brands. You must have had immense knowledge, but also a whole load of people to kind of choose from, to work with. Yeah. But also who did you work with to create the brand identity? Because both are so... So distinctive, which is where the magic comes from. Yes. So all of
1: the creative expression of the brand is actually done in-house. We have a phenomenal creative team and also content team that drives the content on social. And we've been very lucky. One of the members of our creative team has been at the company for, I believe, six years. Uh So almost from the inception. And having team members like that be part of our long-term journey has been amazing because we've kind of experienced this evolution of brand together. And for us, the creative expression of the brand has to mimic the philosophy in the sense that does it spark joy? Is there this lushness about it, whether Mm -hmm. it's textures and fruits to evoke this experience? Um, And so that's the litmus test for a lot of the visuals that we create. For formulations, we actually searched far and wide for labs that were really great with natural ingredients. And these are labs that not only have great technologies when it comes to infusing natural ingredients in different concentrations mm-hmm. and extracting them in different ways, sometimes they cold press, for example, to conserve energy. They also are able to create sensoriality. So a lot of our... Textures have these beautiful colors, but none of them are from synthetic dyes. It's yeah. all naturally derived. And a lot of our fragrances watermelon are... watermelon is watermelon. Yes, that beautiful pink is all from natural ingredients. Yeah. And a lot of our fra- fragrances that give you that, once again, sensorial experience... Um, are 100% naturally derived as well. And it's really because we believe, you know, if you enjoy something, you're going to do it more consistently. Yeah. And that consistency is what's going to drive skincare
0: results. And it brings you joy to even just like kind of look at the products. Yes. It's, it, to your point, it's so fun. Um, But it's been a viral success. And we, you know, we're passionate about the social platforms and and actually telling the stories of the brand and kind of getting behind the stories of the beauty. And one of those products went completely viral for you on TikTok, which I think ushered in a bit of a new generation of beauty on TikTok. Yes. And that was the Watermelon Dew Drops. Yes. What happened um, and how did it impact your business? Because I'm sure these moments can cause incredible spikes.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so a creator covered dewdrops in one of her TikTok videos organically. And yeah. it was a creator that we had a prior relationship with and had always loved the brand. A creator named Glamzilla covered the dewdrops on her channel organically. She just genuinely loves the brand. We have a prior relationship with her. And then Michaela Negera stitched that video, uh-huh. trying the product combination for herself. So it was the Watermelon Glow Pore Toner and the dewdrops together.
0: Oh, the stitch that, is so good.
1: Yes, and that combo sold out everywhere. The power of that yeah. virality was just incredible to see. And I think people appreciated that, that these products were not only giving you long-term skin beneficial results, mm. but instant results as well. And that instant result is so fun to capture, both on social, but also something that we want from our products. We yeah. want to see something instantly and skin refreshed and looking glowy in addition to treating skin long-term. And
0: you also want to see it authentically being used. And I think that is where it works, has worked and still continues to work so well. And that, the power of that tiktok community to your point it is it gets stitched so it goes to the next person goes to the next person and <laughs> yes. then, then you're like sold out globally um but luckily we still have lots of product in stock <laughs> and in terms of the formulations and we touched a little bit about on the fact that they are so scientifically thought about and you've really put that heart and soul into making not just the fun products the fun products that work Have there been any of those products that have been more difficult to formulate than others? Because you're working with these incredible natural ingredients that I'm sure some some brands would be like, you know what, too complicated. Let's stick to this. It's a tried and tested formula. Yes.
1: So Strawberry BHA Blur Drops, our newest launch, was exactly that type of product. It took a very long time Mm -hmm. to formulate because we were looking for a sister product to do drops, if you will, but with a different, more satiny finish um and that's something that would help balance oil and help with pores because it's such a prevalent skin concern that we wanted to help our community with. So with Blur Drops, the challenge was this is supposed to be a treatment first and foremost. It has encapsulated BHA in it which will help decongest pores over time and give you results. But then we wanted an instant pore blurring effect as well. Typically pore blurring primers tend to have silicone in them in very high amounts. And silicone has absolutely a place in beauty, Mm -hmm. but at very high concentrations, it can feel very heavy and thick and slick on the skin. And we were looking for something that felt like skincare, absorbed like skincare, but then would prime and also help blur the skin. And so eventually, after a lot of trial and error, we landed on the technology of using tapioca and rice starches. And these have different particle sizes, which help to reflect and refract light differently, which gives you that blurring effect. And then because of the starches, it helps to also blot oil.
0: Uh So that
1: once you apply it. This is
0: just so good. Yes,
1: it's a delicious formula. Um, And once you apply it, you actually get better makeup wear over time. And we have some amazing Clinical and consumer claims, both for makeup wear, but mm. also just on bare skin as a treatment, and that was very exciting for us.
0: So it feels delicious and looks delicious. <laughs> I love the strawberryness of it as well. And um, when you when do you realize you've kind of cracked it? Because I think you could keep going and going and continue to tweak those formulations. But when do you know? Like how do you, how do you sit there and think this is the one?
1: Oh, it's really that aha moment of knowing because when you fall in love with a product so effortlessly, I think that's when you know your customer will love it too. We also do test quite extensively, both within our team, but also externally as well. So we want to make sure all skin tones, types, and textures can use glow easily. And so having that wide, diverse group of people test the product is for us the ultimate test to make sure that it'll be great when it goes out to our greater audience.
0: For sure. Now, when you've you're sort of like at this amazing kind of peak at the moment. Everybody is loving you. you you're getting mobbed by Gen A, <laughs> Gen Zs all over the shop and millennials. Um, and when do you sort of sit there and say, okay, Sarah, we need to now, There's a, I've got another thought. We've got to go after this new kind of product line. Where How do you get that motivation? And also where do you get your inspiration from? Because there are multiple ways you could go, but we know that you are laser focused on this skin recipe and I think that's so powerful but where do you get that kind of next motivation because this is this is hard work
1: yes absolutely so it comes from all different places like dew drops as I mentioned earlier was because we were seeing makeup artists use a product a Mm. certain way and that sparked something blur drops was really driven by pore concerns from the community where Mm. they were like I want to treat our pores and we wanted to address that in a Effective but also very positive way Mm because as a brand, we don't say words like poreless or flawless or perfection, it's words that we choose not to use to create a safe space around real skin Uh acceptance. And so, you'll notice it's not saying this product is a poreless blurring primer, it's really about treating pores long term. Yeah, um, so that was like an inspiration point, and then for other launches, like For example, the papaya enzyme cleansing Mm -hmm. balm, which I know our Mecca community loves. That one was really derived by the fruit enzyme efficacy. And what I mean by that is enzymes are amazing in that they only target dead skin. Mm -hmm. So it can slough off dead skin and that buildup, but the living cell is left alone. So it's a very gentle exfoliator. And we thought infusing that into a cleansing balm format would be so interesting because you're giving yourself that massage. Yeah and helping your skin and exfoliating and smoothing um, but also giving getting that truly sensorial
0: experience that's a beautiful product and you know i just i love all of them of course but that's one of my absolute (laughs) favorites um and glow recipe so you know other than world domination in the skincare sort of world what else what else do you want to do with it where would you take it so earlier I mentioned real
1: skin acceptance, and that's mm. a very important skin philosophy for us that we want to take even further. Yeah, We already don't. We touch our visuals. We have not done that for a very long time. When you see model imagery in our shoots, they are all real skin. No makeup is used either. And we want to continue to push the boundaries when it comes to this conversation around skin neutrality and skin positivity. Mm-hmm so that our community can continue to feel like, okay, this is a space, once again, where I can feel safe about my own skin concerns, but I also feel seen Mm. and reflected and heard, whatever skin tone type texture I am. The other piece that we're really working on is sustainability. So from our early days, it wasn't an easy decision to invest in a glass mold for our very first product, knowing you know, the investment. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we were able to land on a glass jar that was 100% recyclable, but also made of 20% post consumer recycled glass. Yeah. And so those those are phenomenal
0: kind of sort of confident moves to take when you're launching a brand.
1: It it was definitely a decision in the beginning. And that has just evolved over time to us now having achieved carbon neutrality as of April last year, we want to set even better reduction and reduce we want to set better reduction targets so that we actually have concrete plans around this yeah in addition to the other packaging optimizations we've done such as launching a refill and making sure our boxes are using fsc certified paper and printed with soy ink so it is an ongoing process we're definitely not perfect or have we reached our final destination (laughs) but that's what's exciting
0: And um, you talked a little bit earlier to me about this idea of hybrids. So skin and makeup hybrids. Tell us a bit about that, because it's such a phenomenal kind of move into the right space, which is where you're really partnering incredible skincare with just that gorgeousness of a glow in terms of your makeup and not full coverage, but it's just this ever both have a reason to play. Mm -hmm. How have you been thinking about that? And how have you brought those products to life? So with dewdrops, it really was
1: about creating something that would make our customers' lives as easy as possible. I think that is the core fundamental behind a multi-use hybrid product. It's doing more so that the customer can ultimately do less, Mm -hmm. right? And for us, as long as it's easy to use, it's easy to mix, it's easy to kind of incorporate into your routine, that's really a star hybrid product. The same philosophy went for Blur Drops, but it was simply a different finish and a different Mm -hmm. approach. And I think the idea of even talking about skin finishes when it comes to skincare is interesting, but it's true. You want a certain skin look after your skincare. Skin looks are not just only about makeup. And changing our mindset around the way of how people are, especially in this world where we all recently <laughs> went through the pandemic and many of yeah. us are still very impacted by it, how habits around routines and makeup and skincare have changed are very top mm. of mind for us. And we just want to continue. Do people learn
0: more? Because I think, oh, if, absolutely you know, obviously, we were all at home. We were watching kind of tutorials. We yes. were all on TikTok. We were all looking at... Uh, we're not just buying something off the shelf blindly, we were very much engaged with it. So and everybody had to take care of themselves at home. Um, Did you find that with your with your brand as well? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, the amount of
1: customers that were so much more interested in skincare, caring for their skin at home, Mm. at home facials, creating a routine. That was just amazing to see. And us having this entire kind of library of content to be able to share out with them at that time was really meaningful for us, both in the aspect of being able to share more about the brand, but also just adding value to the customer. And that's still really a driving force behind our social presence as well. We try to add either some type of educational value or spark joy with our visuals. Mm-hmm. Like, we really believe that each and every touch point or should both, add probably, something. probably,
0: yeah. Yes. That's the whole ethos, isn't it? Yes. Um, and you're obviously this incredible brand builder and brand formulator, but you're also a CEO. And that takes its, has its own challenges. What does it take to be um, a beauty CEO in this world? And, you know, if you were to ask your team how they how they would talk about you as a leader, what would they say? (laughs) That's a
1: very good question. I think you're going to have to ask the team. (laughs) They can write in
0: with questions afterwards. (laughs) So
1: we're a remote company, which is really great because I think it gives the team a little bit more flexibility. I know every company has kind of approached this in a different way. And for us, we've had to really learn ways to communicate and collaborate better while being completely online, which... Is so not always the easiest thing. No office? So we do have a space in New York. Yeah. Um, it is a smaller office, so uh-huh. the team is free to come in whenever they want. And they use it for meetings and to store products. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really give that flexibility to the team and they they make their own choices. When it comes to the communication and collaboration part... I think we've had to make concerted efforts to make sure those conversations are happening, yeah. those team brainstorms are and they, happening. they
0: connect and create together. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Because you don't want to lose that mm-hmm. sense of connectivity all while still being in different places on your laptop. Yeah. So we've had to get very creative in terms of team building exercises and how we run team meetings and still very much a work in progress. So Uh if anyone has any tips, (laughs) we are very open to learning and evolving.
0: That's amazing though, because it's, you know, you can all create and be super entrepreneurial whilst even now post COVID being remote. And I think that Mm -hmm. shows the talent of your team Um, And the passion for the brand, because you've got to have both talent and passion in order to keep creating these like world class TikTok record breaking products. Um, And, you know, in terms of you as a as a mom and as a boss, what is it that keeps you up at night, but also that inspires you more than anything?
1: So I think growing the team is definitely top of mind. Um, When it comes to Sarah and I's thought process as leaders of the company, because we want to make sure each and every person that comes on board is a great culture fit, that we're continuing to create this culture of collaboration and conversation where anyone can really contribute their point of view and be heard. On a personal level, I have a daughter and for me... She doesn't really fully understand what I do yet. I think there's, it's been fun to see how her friends are getting into beauty yeah. and skincare at that age. Um, she's 11, isn't she? Yes. And for her, I really want to make sure that I'm setting an example in terms of she can see that she has choices. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is, it's not, I don't want her to think of this as, okay, Having a career while balancing a family or mm-hmm. balancing, you know, motherhood is a challenge. I want her to see it as something that absolutely can be done. Yeah. But then she'll make her own choices eventually on how she wants to approach it. Yeah. So we have very open conversations about career, work, what she wants to do in the future
0: and what I love is that when we were having lunch earlier, she had been texting you because she's yes. like, you've been away too long, mum. I need <laughs> you to come back now because t- you guys are like best friends. And I think having that connection with your daughter when you are so busy, when you are changing skincare yes. for the better of everyone, that is, you know, hats off to you because that that is a lovely, lovely thing to hear and must make you incredibly proud of her, but also the time that you have with her as well. So, yes. you know, I hope she listens to this and hears that <laughs> you say, you're home soon, you're going back on Sunday. I will be home soon. I actually
1: haven't been away from that long from her, so it's really funny to see her but text. She's just missing you. I love, I love, I love that. It, yes. I make the
0: most of it before she's 18. Absolutely. And I'm, like, Absolutely. I'm going back to Australia to go to university. <laughs> <laughs> um, now we're going to do a little quick fire round, Christine, and I think this... Um, this is really just to kind of like shake it up a little bit, finish on a high. Um, so let's go quickly. Don't yeah. think about it too let's much. Do it. What time do you wake up and what is the first thing you do in the morning?
1: So I wake up quite late at 7.50. I'm a late sleeper Ooh, as well.
0: 7.50. And
1: then we I'm just so rush to get our daughter ready and out the door <laughs> and to her school on time. What every time does she morning. start like 9? She needs to get to school by 8.30, and okay. we make
0: it. Okay, uh, so you literally have half an hour. Turn around, quick, put <laughs> we your, do. Face, skincare, dew drops, go. Go. That's one of the reasons for the brand working so well. Um, right, next one. What time do you go to bed, and what is the last thing you do at night? So I probably go to bed
1: around midnight or 1, which is a little late. I'm trying to get more sleep because I recognize the importance of it. And the last thing I do my, at night is absolutely my skincare routine. Yeah, I am in bed. I have a good habits tray next to my bed. So <laughs> I'll do my skincare by the sink. And then in bed, while I'm reading or looking at my phone... I will reach over to my good habits tray, whether it's a mist or an extra dollop, a moisturizer or even a gua sha.
0: Oh, that's so good. And I'm
1: just doing a little something for myself.
0: How often do you change up the good habits tray? Oh, it changes constantly. Okay. Yes. This is, this, we need to try this. Yes. We, I need a good habits tray. If you were a glow recipe product, what would you be and Why?
1: <laughs> I'm actually stunned. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, you're wearing bright pink. Yes, I am wearing bright pink, but I would probably say I am a plum plum hyaluronic cream. Uh huh. Why? Yes. Because it's not fussy. It's just straightforward in the sense that it's just a really great moisturizer, easy to use, but there's still a lot of thought behind the product.
0: I love that. And what is the recipe to your favorite meal? So As we're I, talking about recipes so much. Yes.
1: I took up a lot of cooking during COVID. Oh, did you? And these I think days, everyone made
0: banana bread, but I'm not sure everyone... <laughs> Became good chefs. I do try the...
1: Ooh, I do try <laughs> the occasional TikTok recipe, but my go-to um, is a Korean dish with kimchi and fried rice. Delicious. Yes. So, so next
0: time in, I'm in New York, I'm coming around for that. Absolutely. And what song is the soundtrack to your life right now? Oh, goodness. How about dynamite? Dynamite. (laughs) (laughs) Dynamite! (laughs) That is the next name of the next Glow Recipe product, surely. (laughs) That was brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you you so much for your time, for being here, for sharing your absolute Glow Recipe wisdom. We cannot wait to see what happens next. I mean, this brand is, you know, you've got cult following and that cult following is getting bigger and bigger and bigger and your products are incredible. So congratulations on everything that you've done. And we cannot wait to see what's next for Glow Recipe. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mecca Talks. If you liked what you heard, follow us on your favourite podcast app and you'll be notified as soon as our next episode becomes available. Don't forget to rate, review and share this episode with your friends.